Hey, everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Doing the Thing podcast. And as always, I'm joined by my buddy and my co-host, Jason Madden. How's it going, Jason? It's pretty good, man. How are you doing? <laughs> pretty good for a Monday morning. Great way to start the morning, too, or the week, You're I damn right say. it is. You're damn right it is. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we, uh, we've been sharing a lot of statistics about what's going on in the job market and specifically what is being called the great awakening or the great resignation. And we did a previous episode, you know, talking about folks in their fifties and beyond and what was happening to them in the job market. But there's another interesting segment um, that's really making some bold statements. And we're going to talk a little bit about that. And then we're going to talk a little bit about Jason's terrible, horrible two week experience. Um, for those of you who don't know, uh, Jason owns uh, some Sharky's Cuts for Kids. And so, you know, firsthand, the things we're about to talk about, Jason experienced. And at the end of the conversation, Jason has taken some really positive, important steps. And the takeaway we hope is to say, for all of you small and medium business owners, for all of you managers out there, recognizing what's going on in the marketplace and making some of these same positive steps can really save your business and, and retain good employees. So let's start with the stats real quick. By the way, Jason, you're doing good? I'm doing good, man. <laughs> let's hear it. Lay um, on us. Yeah, so in the month of July alone, 3.9 million people quit their jobs. Um, that is the second highest number this year, second only to April, and I think April was 4.2 million. Um, so folks are asking the question, you know, what's going on? And Adobe launched the study. It was a global study, actually, uh, 5,500 participants. And what they found is the majority of the people leaving their jobs were Gen Z and millennial. So we're talking, what, 20 to 40-year-old in that yeah, range, right? Yeah, yeah. 59% um, said that they were unsatisfied with the job as it was. 56% uh, quoted, you know, lifestyle and work-life balance. And right now there are 9 million open jobs on the market. Um, and it is being turned to Great Awakening because people are stepping up and saying, you know, this isn't what I want for my life, and I'm not doing this anymore. I'm not trading hours for dollars. Um, and Jason, you had some firsthand experience with staff challenges, right? So tell us yeah. a little bit about what happened. Yeah, absolutely. So, so just a little bit of backstory on it. Um, Sharky's Cuts for Kids. That's a, that's a franchise. Um, so we own a, a couple of units of those. One of them we actually purchased from a, a previous owner, and, and that. And that um, that particular salon came with came with employees, and, and so that came with also the challenges that previous owner was having with those employees as well. So, um, and I don't think those two actually met that uh, Gen Z millennial criteria, but but needless to say, we had to let them go. Um, the the challenges were were significant over the benefit right so that's that's as an employer as an entrepreneur you know you want to have you want to find people that are in alignment with your vision to to work with you otherwise it's it's going to be a disaster and our visions and our goals were definitely not in alignment with that that previous staff and you know we we had to let them go the business was losing money because of it the business was losing reputation because of it so i, I feel that we made a, a really great choice in doing that 
but also put us in a very interesting bind of, you know, hemorrhaging money in the business through most of the month of September in doing that. So we we're going to lose money anyway. So we may as well lose money on our terms a little bit and, and kind of shape <laughs> our own destiny. Right. Uh, and also maintain our, um, you know, maintain our, you know, community relations. So we use that downtime to, to really re-energize ourselves with our marketing and, and reaching out to schools, reaching out to uh, like St. Jude's and all those nonprofits so that we can develop our nonprofit programs, which is a huge important thing that we're doing with Sharkies because we want to be able to teach kids a little bit of uh, responsibility, uh, philanthropy and entrepreneurial skills, you know, not so much as like we're teaching them while they're getting their hair cut, but as they're leaving, we're gonna we're gonna have that social responsibility where that where that kid's gonna be able to take a poker chip, put it in a um, in a charity of their choice, and we're gonna donate you know one or two percent of their haircut to that mm. charity, and we want to teach them about that charity and what it means, what they're doing as they're placing that donation in. So people aren't specifically putting that money in there. We're doing it, but they're allocating where it's gonna go, and we want to know why. You know, and we, we, you know, we ask them why, and we, you know, we, we educate them a little bit on those, on those organizations. So it's a really cool thing that we're able to do that. And that was like one of the biggest reasons why we we're in that business. Um, but back to the um, employee part. So it's really, really difficult to hire people these days, especially skilled labor. So if you're if you're Burger King and you're you're charging eight or you're you're paying your employees eighteen dollars an hour uh, just to flip burgers, which I think is pretty fair because that's not the greatest job ever. But if you're paying <laughs> you know burger flippers eighteen dollars an hour, imagine what you got to start paying hairstylists, people that have gone to school for a year for over a year to re refine a skill, uh, and we're kind of taking that into account. So. We, we took a different approach. Like we're still using Indeed. We're still using Monster. Um, we're still using Craigslist, believe it or not. Craigslist has been like one of the most helpful outlets of all, believe it or not, which really? is strange. Uh, we've been finding, well, really good quality people and also very interesting people. But another <laughs> <that> story. <laughs> the, uh, sidebar, if anybody approaches you wanting you to sell hair, just run away. <laughs> <laughs> true story anyway <laughs> but we actually started moving towards linkedin to finding our our team members and we don't want to call them employees we want to stray very hard from getting into that traditional employer mindset where employees are the tools of our business to generate the income no employees are our teammates employees are our family and so we changed our mindset on doing that. It's like, obviously, we do want to make money in the business. It's a very expensive investment, right? Obviously, we want to be able to make money in our business. So we still have that into account, but we're going to do it with the right people. We're going to do it with the people that treat us well so that we could treat them better. And, and the way we're doing that is we actually, we actually pay our manager $10 over the standard in, in New Jersey. $10 wow. because we want her to be able to have a career with us. We want her to be able to be confident that she's going to be able to, I mean, she's, she's well off. She has a, you know, significant other that's, that's, uh, that's pretty wealthy, but you know what? We want her to be able to be wealthy too. You know, that's, that's the whole purpose. We want her to have flexibility in the business, but also when she's back at it, when she's back at work, 
you know, we want her to crush it. We want her to be motivated to do it. And another re- way that we're doing that is we're offering profit sharing in our business. Um, not a lot of wow. hair salons do this. And, and, and it's really interesting when, uh, when you look at some, some previous models of hair salons where they don't even pay like an adequate hourly wage and they don't even do, um, they don't even do commission. So, so, so another model of, of hair, um, like a hair salon is doing commission. So, you you know, your commission is half of that haircut expense or something like that. That's your commission. Most of them don't do that. They don't, don't even do that. So, so they'll pay say $14 an hour and be like, well, Hey, plus your tips, this is going to be a $20 an hour job, but you know, then they're only getting like maybe five people coming into their chair a day. That's, Unless they're tipping really well, that's that's not going to make it up to twenty dollars an hour for for a six, seven, eight hour day. So we we recognize this, and and we're starting them out eighteen dollars. You know, some in some cases twenty if you have really great experience and you're a rock star. But you know what? After our ninety day trial period, you you stand to get a four or five percent raise right off the bat at ninety days, and guaranteed every year a four percent raise. Um, wow. And, and we want to, you know, the more successful we are, the more successful they are. So the profit sharing, anything that we make over $10,000 in the store, which covers general expenses, they're going to get a percentage of that. And that's going to, and that's going to be based off of, you know, their experience and their skill level and things like that, but also their contribution too. So you could be super skilled, but if you're contributing less, you know, we're, we're going to scale that a little bit. You know, it's it's not a it's not a motivational kind of thing. It's what's fair. You know, if another employee's working working their ass off, you know, we're going to give that that employee what what they what they deserve. And you know, fifteen percent sales commission on everything and our markup. You know, that barely gets us. You know, half of that, but it's worth it. it it's completely worth it because you get a, a healthy, motivated staff. And you know they're well rested too. We we actually extend our 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 our, uh, our haircut haircutting times a little bit longer than most, so that way they can take a little bit of a break. They can you know they can recenter themselves. They can they can check their attitude a little bit because you know it, it takes a lot of energy to work with kids because our expectation when you're when you're doing a child's haircut. You're going to ask them about their day. You're going to ask them how their sports are doing, ballet or t-ball, whatever they have going on. You want to get them talking. You want to get them happy and distracted so that they're not this moving target for clippers, you know? (laughs) You don't want want to have the traditional barber that just holds your hair down and, and (laughs) you know, slice. I wish everybody could. I wish everybody could see what you just did. He just took his Yeti microphone and put his hand on top of the dome, the, the like the half dome at top, and pretended to be cutting the hair of the Yeti microphone. That was awesome, Jason. That, hey, that's an old school barber move. I remember that as a kid. It's like, stop moving, <clears throat> palms your head. <laughs> Start cutting. Wow. So let's unpack that a little bit because, you know, so first of all, some of the challenges you walked into, I think one of your stylists just, right at the beginning of the shift just called and said, I'm not coming. And then you had to call like 30 different parents who yeah. weren't too happy to hear from you. Right. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. That was, that was a bad, bad day. Bad, bad <laughs> I day. I never want to experience um, that again. The, 
I never want my no, customer's experience had again either. No, 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 of course not. Yeah. And just, you know, reshuffling the deck of staff, closing the business, which was a brave move, right? Closing the business, going out and finding good people. And then when you open back up, it wasn't just about finding the right people. I think it's amazing that you gave them additional money. I think you said you're paying your manager $10 an hour more, uh, an hour above, right? Yeah. And, you know, the, the stylist's team member rates as well. But you also did things around lifestyle, you know, scheduling appointments longer so they can take a little break and recenter themselves and get their energy back. And these are all the things that the study spoke to. It said that people were getting burned out. They were just tired of that constant demand in the workplace without respecting them, without paying them right, without allowing them to have a little work-life balance. And you did all those things. And then I think you said you're doing some nonprofit work too um, yeah. with the chips, right? Yeah, the nonprofit work. I mean, that's that's essential. That's 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 a um, um, deal breaker if we cannot do that in that business because that is the reason why we, but like not the primary reason, but that is one of the things that we wanted to do was be able to give back. And um, my business partner and I, we both don't have kids, probably won't. So there's another way that we can we can foster that and, and help. Uh, help people get ahead and things like that without having to have kids, you know, and that was, uh, that was an important thing there. And also you just want to, you know, as an entrepreneur, uh, I think, I think it's always good to, you know, regardless of how much you make in your business, it's always good to be con a contributor at, in, at some point or another, because if you didn't have any kind of um, community or, or altruistic goals, um, you know, it, it makes it, it makes your business very cold and, and feel a little empty, I think. So, so putting some of that stuff in there, putting some of that warmth in there and, and actually using the the business as a vehicle uh, to contribute and, and to give back a little bit. It, it's great. Yeah, it's the right thing to do. And, you know, so for all of you out there, managers, small business owners, I think this is a really good lesson to say, number one, if, if it's a broken relationship, employer, employee, team member, manager, if the respect isn't there, if the appreciation for the job isn't there, it's better to part ways with people um, because they affect the reputation of your business. And Jason made a really bold decision, but an important and correct one uh, yeah. in letting go of the team and, and replacing them and bringing in some people, compensating them correctly. And it's really a time, especially with this great awakening to, to, really evaluate the value proposition and the mission of an organization and make sure that it's more than just a place people come into to earn money, but it becomes a family and a, a group of team members working together, sharing the same vision, sharing the same goals. And oh, by the way, profit sharing. Hell yeah, man. Yeah. Well, Hey, most, most skilled uh, laborers, they want to do it on their own, but sometimes they, they, they they lack the um, maybe the funds or the know how to do it, and and sometimes they can be entrepreneurs rather than an entrepreneur. And you know if I can if I can encourage somebody to be an entrepreneur, we're gonna kill it. You know we're gonna do great because they're gonna care about the business just as much as we do because they have skin in the game, they have a stake in it, and they want to they want to see the fruits of their labors because they will. You know the harder that it, it's more than just a you know, a, a socialist kind of setup. You only get this much money. You only get this much time. You get a 30 minute break, 
get paid, you get out. No, <laughs> I, you grow. You know, you put more time in, you're going to get more out of it. You put more effort into it, you're going to get more out of it. And, and and not everybody wants that. Not everybody wants that. Don't get me wrong there, because I think of, <laughs> I think about an interview like a date. Have you ever read the five love languages? No. Five love languages basically uh, shows you how best to communicate with their partner, what their needs are. So, so some partners, you know, they, they have like the physical needs, they need to be touched more and things like that. Well, can't really do that employee employer relationship, but others, they need to oh, feel yeah, more man. appreciated. They want to hear, you know, hear you say, you know, thank you and, and describe how much you appreciate what they're doing, you know? So, so kind of getting a feel for how, how these into how how your individuals that you're interviewing with you know how they like to feel appreciated you know early on is going to help that relationship um you know some of them need, like need acts of service you know like sending you know sending um you know a gift that as an employee to an employee during their first week of work you know you know if, it, if it's a woman you know send her flowers if it's a dude send them something cool i don't know like some hot wheels or something but uh you know <laughs> you gotta appreciate <laughs> you gotta appreciate yeah, it and, and, and see which what's going to be best for them you know love that yeah so um there's a term it's called lanyap it's a french word and it means a gift by surprise yeah and so, yeah, send somebody a Hot Wheel and just say, hey, I appreciate what you do. Here's, you know, here's something special for you. That's totally cool. And, and the reason I use Hot Wheels is because we, we actually sell Hot Wheels at the uh, at our, at our salons. We sell Hot Wheels. We sell um, uh, Fortnite toys because the kids get to play Xbox. And so if they're playing Fortnite, then we get like a cool Fortnite action figure, whoever character they're playing with. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we got stuff for the girls and everything too, you know, like those little, little braid things and, you know, probably not as cool stuff as for the boys, but we're working on it. <laughs> got glamour Love rings it. and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Love it, man. So, you know, I picked up so much and I hope everyone listening as well. Uh, it's really an important time, you know, for all the terrible things that COVID taught us and, and we experienced as a society, one of the best things that can come from it is a reappreciation of other people, whether they be staff members or friends or family, just recentering back to relationships and doing right by other people. And, you know, perhaps in the workforce, we weren't as attentive to that, generally speaking, as we should have been. And maybe that's what's driving some of these great awakenings, great resignations. But man, Jason, really proud of the work you've done to address that issue and more importantly, to put some really positive, impactful changes in place. Good work, my man. Thank you, man. Thank you. And, and it's been showing, you know, the customers have been giving us more five-star reviews. They've been commenting on on how the place just seems livelier. Um, it is cleaner uh, for sure, but, you know, the atmosphere is is predicated upon the people. You know, you could have all the music on, the TVs and the video games, all the lights and whiz bang things going on in the, in the in the business. But if the people inside of it are not reflecting that, you could tell when you come in. And, and now we're starting to get that reflection, and and it, it's 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 actually you know giving me a little bit more excitement into the business because for a little bit there I was like, man, did I make a mistake? Did I screw <laughs> up? Did I make a bad investment? But 
but you know what that's that's the um that's the peaks and valleys of being an entrepreneur too you know you know you're going to have that uncertainty it's just how you're going to do it you know you can't freeze up you can't stop you just got to continuously move forward you know and and continue to elevate yourself do some self-care because it's easy to fall out of that because there were some late nights that i was doing there where i wasn't getting a lot of sleep and you know pounding the pavement, looking for people to work and stuff like that. And, and, you know, the hard work pays off, but you should reward yourself for it and and give yourself a little bit of rest and some self-care because of it. And that way you can keep moving forward because there's really, you know, there's really no, no breaks in business. There really are. It's just how you, how you take care of yourself and how you protect your time. 100% love that. And, you know, it, it, the final thought I'll leave with is to say, it's not what happens, it's what you do about it that matters, right? 100%. And you could have turtled up and just said, all right, this is, this is going to be a loss. To. <laughs> right? I wanted you to. You wanted to. <laughs> yeah, yeah that's you not do me. for a half hour. <laughs> but, you know, maybe you do for a half hour, but then you're like, all right, here's our issue. What are we going to do? Um, yep. So, again, man, thank you for sharing that. Really, really proud of the accomplishments, the decisions you made. They were bold ones. And I think they're going to show in the results. And if it's okay with you, let's check in every few months and let's see how things are progressing at the store. Absolutely, man. We got another one that'll be open here pretty soon. So we'll we'll get to see it from, from multiple perspectives, one from a business that has, you know, a few years tenure and one from building from the ground up. We could do a documentary style documentary style awesome listen great energizing conversation my friend all of you please uh share please like and um we'll see you next episode rock and roll man yep right on